0: Welcome to another fantastic addition to your favorite podcast and mine, The Loftus Party. Tons going on. Tons going on, as always. As always, things that you're not going to hear about on your uh, legacy media. You want to get ahead of the curve? You're going to want to listen to this little ditty. As always, The Gimlet and I, The Liberty Gypsy, have got you covered. How are you doing today over there in, uh, in Gypsy Land?
1: Oh, I'm doing fine. <laughs> that sounded so fake. That sounded yeah, so fake. Yeah, pro- it's probably because it is.
0: What's really going on? We got honesty is the best policy. Okay, so let's hook me up. How are you? We're going we're gonna to help out here.
1: Oh, I'm just so mad that that stimulus bill passed. I'm so mad that 2000 or 250,000 Republicans stayed home in the Senate races in Georgia. I'm so mad that they're still talking about ending the filibuster. Um, I'm so mad that um, James Clyburn said the quiet part out loud is if we all didn't know about this H.R. One bill that's just going to destroy elections in America. Um,
0: okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a and list. I'm, I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. Let's just start with the stimulus bill. And this one I've, I've written about it at the dot I'm probably going to write another piece about it this afternoon. I don't know what else mm-hmm. I can say. It's more like therapy to write it out. Right. But to 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 me, and this is and, I, and I've I talked about this on the, the live stream. You guys, we do the we do the live stream on Facebook every Wednesday at the Loftus Party Facebook page. To me, this the stimulus bill, this one is unforgivable. This one is a total and complete failure and it really, and I, I don't want to start off like I have these notes of like, oh, here's what I want to talk about, and this is, and we'll get to there's some good stuff. there's some uh, there's some optimistic stuff that you just can't help. You know, we're we're not op, we're optimistic creatures. I think we're hopeful creatures. But this stimulus bill in in case you you haven't read the articles or you haven't uh, seen the live stream, this is a total and complete failure. This is one of the most. Vile is almost too easy of a word. It's it's not. It disgusting doesn't quite do it. And and when you think about this in 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 the total context, now I I, I didn't like the other stimulus bills. I I really did not. And and there's there's tons of waste. I know from the first stimulus bill, they they think just in an unemployment payments, just in unemployment, there was sixty three billion dollars. That people uh, scammed sixty three billion dollars. So, and and I'm sure you've got. I'm, I'll try not to eat up all the time on this because I know you have in, incredible insights. Here's what just just drives me absolutely bonkers. They wanted to go with a stimulus bill. They they've had they've been sitting on this thing for months, eight months, mm-hmm. and Nancy Pelosi used it as leverage against. Trump she just she just waited she waited she waited she dragged her feet and the one that she presented this is like so you've gone you've gone 8 months with nothing i'm going to get i'm going to get really pissed off here i got to be careful i'm going to i'm going to really get pissed off 8 months the american people had nothing now let's just say let's just talk about how deadly and real covid is if you go outside you're dead if you go to work you're dead You don't wear a mask you're dead that's what the government's saying don't do it you guys you're gonna kill yourself and everyone else stay the fuck home that's how deadly it is okay so could I have some of my tax money back well here's what we're gonna do here's what we're gonna do your uh your benevolent rulers are gonna give you six hundred dollars that was their first offer meanwhile Gender studies in Pakistan. How, why are people poor in Ecuador? Oh, let's give some money to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Let's give, they spend all this money everywhere else and they were going to give you $600. It was Trump that said it should be at least two grand. And I know in my, in my bones that he was saying, get rid of this other crap. And give the American people two thousand bucks. That was his idea. So, so now we're playing catch up. Now we're playing catch up on it all. They had every. So I'm not going to bore you with all that. My my point is this: they told you you couldn't go to work. They could. They told you you couldn't earn a living because everything was so dangerous. Their idea was to give you six hundred dollars. Then these sons of bitches promised the two thousand, pulled it back to fourteen hundred. But yet this bill still goes forward with spending on God knows what, like out of a trillion dollars, the American people, the people of this country who've been, who've been convinced that if you utter the words America first, you're a freaking Nazi and a racist, it is, it's the most disgusting. This is like, it, this is, I, I feel like a citizen of, of, of France before the French Revolution. It's so disgusting that they did this, that they did this. And I tell you, I think – uh, it, uh and, I, and I'm not thrilled with the Republicans either. I'm not thrilled with the Republicans either. And they're, they're saying the same old catchphrases that they said, this, you know who's going to pay for this? Our grandchildren are going to pay for this. Yeah, of course. But you know what? How about you save that tired old shit? You're going to have to let that one rest for about two decades. You say that now and people tune out. Stick to the fact they did not care. All of government did not care if you lost your home, you lost your apartment, you couldn't buy food. You can't do anything. It's our money. And Mm -hmm. and as mad as you are, for, for the Democrats to even propose this bill... And I'll I will I will preach the, that one to the choir till the cows come home. I gotta give it to you now. I gotta catch my breath. I'm hyperventilating, Stacy. <laughs>
1: uh I just um nine percent. Yeah, that's what they say. Nine percent of that one point nine trillion dollars goes to COVID related stuff. It is crazy. Here's my other problem. I don't want to pay for California's bad financial decisions and crappy union contracts. I don't want to pay for New York's or Illinois's either. I don't want to pay for abortions
0: across the globe.
1: We're going to lose so much money because of the pandemic. Blah, 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 blah. Brookings Institute, which is by no means a right wing think tank, just did an assessment and said, actually, everybody's pretty good. And maybe nationwide, you'd see $450 billion in shortfall. But that's spread over 50 states. Yeah. So like the, the miss was not nearly as big as it was supposed to be. We just did a relief package for four times that amount. The schools haven't even spent the money they were given last time. And now you got Dr. Fauci on TV. Well, schools are all going to have to redo their ventilation systems before it's safe. It's like, no, they don't. No, they don't.
0: It is. Over half um,
1: the nation is back in school.
0: It is. uh, We can't continue down this path. Like everyone like this is always, yeah, you get these big omnibus bills in the past, and they always try I've done video and after video after video about this stuff and 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 here's what drives me crazy too, so you've got nine percent of this uh Frankenstein monstrosity, nine percent of this, and then they go, it's relief, this is relief, there should I, I want. If, if, if this was Michael Topia and I made the rules, I'm like, no, you cannot call it that. If, it's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take that from, uh, if, if you went and bought a pound of ground beef and it was only 9% ground beef and, and the, other, the other 90% was fricking uh, peanut butter and snail shit, you wouldn't call it ground beef. You'd call it peanut butter and snail shit. And that's, <laughs> that's what this bill is. And then to have these, Oh, my gosh. And it's just so predictable and horrible. And these people go on NBC and they go on MSNBC. And this is relief for America. This I don't know why the Republicans don't want this relief for America. Here's the good things that are in. And then it's like put the needle on the record. There's money for unemployment. There's a one-time payment of $1,400. Yeah, what else is there? That's only 9% of the... Oh, it's 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 horrible. It's horrible. I hate it. I can't stand it. And and that's why I just... I want to get more and more people involved. More and more people involved. That's the idea. Because I'm, I'm tired of taking this crap. I'm tired of taking this crap. Right now, we got 35,000 people on the Facebook page. I'm hoping that'll be 50,000 people uh, in a couple months. And I tell you if only half of us if, if if only a third of us pick up the phone on the same day if only a third of us send an email on the same day that you we will be heard i'm going i'm going total uh horton here's a who remember at the end when all the kids are like yop yop
1: that's going to be us
0: that's going to be us now let's now let's go on to another happy subject uh gimlet of of hr1 The one that's coming right down the pipeline. That's going to be it. It's
1: only coming down the pipeline if Mansion and Cinema Cave on the filibuster.
0: Um, how, How so? Explain. Walk me through that one. Walk our listeners through that one.
1: Because it's a piece of legislation and it requires 60 votes in the Senate. So get 60 votes in the Senate it won't pass. Republicans are dead set against it. The only way it it can end up passing the Senate with full Republican opposition is if they eliminate the filibuster, which is what requires 60 votes. Then it would go to a simple majority vote.
0: Oof. Ay 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 aye. aye.
1: Now Go ahead. Now if you take a look at eliminating the filibuster and you look at the states that Kristen Cinema and Manchin come from, that would not be a popular move in either state.
2: Because well, one's he- from
1: West Virginia and one is from Arizona, which are still ostensibly red states. Yeah. And they're sitting on the Democrat side of the aisle. So now they have their entire caucus super pissed at them. Because James Clyburn said the quiet part out loud in an interview. He basically said, if we don't pass this bill, we're not going to stay the majority in Congress.
0: Well, that's the, the terrifying notion. That's the terrifying mm-hmm. notion. Now, say what, say what you will about Nancy Pelosi, but never, never, ever underestimate her you you know, people are like, oh, she's drunk, and oh, she looks like she's on drugs. Yes, she's a very entertaining character. She's a very. Yeah. Oh, we don't say open sesame. We say open Biden. That was insane and funny. Oh my god! But never forget, she has been around the block, and she's and she sticks around because she's good at what she does, and she is one of the huge reasons. That Obamacare got passed in the middle of the night. They did whatever mm-hmm. they had to do. They threw their fellow they threw their fellow fellow uh Democrats on the bonfire. They didn't care. They they did uh Louisiana purchase. Remember how much money they gave to the state of Louisiana? They did that in a couple states, just wrote them huge fat checks, literally bought mm-hmm. their votes before our very eyes. So uh having to count on on Joe Manchin. And having to count on Kristen Cinema, who still—wow—I'm happy she's back in the news Hell, at least.
1: <laughs> oh God, no but thigh boots though.
0: It's a terrifying notion. Nancy Pelosi is keenly aware that when you have Democrat in the White House, you're going to lose. You're going you're gonna to lose Congress. That—that's just how America loves that balance. That's just always how it goes. You know, motivates the base. Yada yada yada. So you got this little window to go full on progressive, full on socialist, and that is—I guarantee—that's the logic that they're using with everybody. We have to do this now. We need to radically change America now. Tick tock on the clock, because when when it comes time to 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 vote for your local congressman. They're going to get their asses handed to them. So they got to change the way we vote. It is just the, the notion of having a 16-year-old be able to vote. That Come on, you guys. Come on. And more mail-in voting. Did you see uh, the, uh, the, the do-over in Mississippi the judge ordered?
1: No, I did not.
0: <clears throat> yeah, check out the Gateway Pundit. Check out the Gateway Pundit. A Mississippi judge in some county, I I should have it at my fingertips, ordered at no. He goes, we're going to we're going to redo this election in this county because 78 percent of the mail in ballots uh, were fraudulent. So, Yeah. yeah, right. There's a there's a weird thing that never happens. It never happens. You guys, it never happens. So that is that's that's the horrible reality that we're looking at and and as always i'm trying to offer up solutions and all i can think to do legitimately is just to keep getting people coming to the loftus party facebook page going to the loftusparty.com and and really just as a a central hub a central hub and we're not going to do this all the time we're going to we're going to really pick our pick our shots You know, we're not going to do boycotts every other week. We're not going to do this. And a lot of it I want to do. I want to do much cooler stuff, more optimistic stuff. Like when we when we raised, you know, the money so that we could say thank you uh, for the for the for the police department and money that we raised for the food bank. And I want to help out more small businesses and stuff like that. However, the great benefit of having tens of thousands of people from from all over the nation coming in we can do things at the same time and it like like shooting out an email to uh to your senator to let them know hey do not vote on this you got to push back on this Tell just to let them know how america is feeling how common sense america is feeling we can do a lot of good we can really make some change so uh that's that's my temporary uh band-aid on all this okay uh, we got to talk a little bit in this uh, this segment about the the big uh, the big March 4th uh, thing that <laughs> that happened at the Capitol. Here's a, it's another one that it's just it's just boggling and it's a perfect it's a perfect system. Uh, oh, but that-, that
1: wasn't the real date. Some dude named McKen told Dave Weigel it's really the 20th now.
0: But this is, it's perfect. It's perfect. You couldn't draw it up better. Here's what you do. You go, hey, we, uh, we got some intelligence here that there's going to be uh, an attack on X date. But we've turned the FBI. We told the FBI about it. The FBI is going to look into it. But we know that there's going to be attack on X date. We got to keep this fence up. We got to keep these army people here. Uh, we got to put more barbed wire up. We have to keep this going. And then when nothing happens... You go, whoo, that's the FBI right there. That's the boys. That's the that's the Federal Bureau of Investigations. They did their job. They they found the villains. They shut it down. Unfortunately, we now have intelligence that says it's going to be later on in the month. So we got to keep these guys here. We got to stay vigilant and we got to keep our fingers crossed that the FBI can root out this one like they did the last one. It's beautiful. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you could totally rationalize, nothing happened. Do you know how many guns they found after the armed insurrection at the Capitol? That happened um, on- according to Senate
1: testimony, none. Right? Zero. Zilch. Nada.
0: That is, uh, and, and, and I, I want to say this just as, just as a joke, just as a joke, and I just, because I don't know where else I can say it. It's like, if this really were, uh if this was can you imagine if it really was an armed insurrection how many thousands of people were there that day do you think for a moment that that there i we'd still they'd still be there they'd be swearing in <laughs> they'd be swearing in new congressmen right now like if you yeah. had if you had tens of thousands of like armed militia groups descending on the Capitol, we'd be talking about a new flag.
2: <laughs> it would
0: uh yeah. It wouldn't been it wouldn't have been like four hours of cleanup. It wouldn't have been a bunch of selfies with statues. It wouldn't have been a bunch of uh people staying within the velvet ropes looking at the artwork on the walls it's just absolutely ridiculous it's just absolutely ridiculous so zero firearms that's a bi- that's a big nada that that uh it ain't good it ain't good the good news is uh there's still tons of great people in this country and and uh, and and some of them a lot of them
1: just none of them happen to be in government
0: we just got to keep pushing listen it's we just got to keep pushing our people and whoever gets the most votes gets to do what they want. That is the most big. I I, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, uh, Barry Obama said that and it was just like a lightning bolt out of the sky. I'm like that dude knows what's up. That's it in a nutshell. And so that's what's been going on for years and years and years and say what you will about the guy say what you will about nancy pelosi uh old barry oh old, old barry obama he he certainly he knows how to organize a community and that's what we got to do too it, you got to organize a community and that's what we're trying to do so thank you guys for being here thanks for listening to the show thanks for turning your friends on to it turning your friends on to the loftus party facebook page and uh, we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna keep everybody informed. You know, Gimlet and I always we're we're always ahead of the curve, and I'm not bragging about that. That's just a statement of fact. If you listen to this show, you know we are discussing things that that other news outlets and other podcasts and uh, and other YouTubers they're months away from talking it, and it's not. It's, I don't know. I feel like. It's, it's a fun show. We're dialed in. We're, we're doing good stuff. So we're going to take a little break. When we come back, you guys, it's a big show. It's a big show. There's the, We're going to talk about Cuomo. Ooh, and we're going to talk about CRISPR. If you don't know what CRISPR is, you're about to find out what CRISPR is. We have to talk about the Chinese anal swabs. We have to talk about that. That could be its own show. And then, of course... We got what's on the web with Paul, all kinds of good stuff. Pepe Le Pew, Pepe Le Pew. Oh my gosh. Hang in there. We'll be right back.
3: In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit HereForYouOK.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Health Care Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company.
0: I'm going to open up the B block with this because this is what I want to title the podcast. And I don't, I don't want there to be false advertising. Uh, But the idea before, see, because I genuinely want to know how you're doing. So I I asked and you told and and that 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 affected the A block. Here's how here's how I wanted to start this show.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, it's no, it's fine. Listen, listen, baby. We're in the real. We ain't lying to nobody. We're all up in the real. I I wanted to uh, start the show with uh, understanding the Roaring Twenties. That was my thing. Like, the the, because we're we're, going to be in them now. It's going to be the Roaring 2020s. I am so stoked for this summer. It's unbelievable. I haven't been this excited about... A uh, summertime, probably since I was 12 years old, 13 years old. I mean, it's like I am ready. I am talking about uh, the beach. I am talking about fun in the sun. I am talking about barbecues and staying up late and looking at the stars and going out dancing and telling jokes and laughing and going out and seeing some live music. Frick I'm just ready. Let's get naked let's have fun crank it up bitch it's gonna be a freaky one like
1: i am so ready i am so ready aren't you aren't you oh yeah i'm like i'm i i don't know if i can wait until memorial day to go kayaking and tubing and all the stuff i loved doing last year
0: i i'm not even kidding it's just it's right there it's right (laughs) Mm -hmm. there and it's gonna be a good time so like And I don't know why history teachers never put that in context. I always, as a kid, when you'd find out about like the Roaring Twenties, you're just like, "Oh, okay, I guess, I guess everybody was just happy, maybe because World War One was over." But they never talked about the Spanish Flu. They never talked about you know, and that was that was freaking legit. So I think it's America's got all this energy. The economy is going to come roaring back. It's going to come. roaring back and and be prepared for that be prepared for that and i we've always said this on the show very i've always said this and and it's, it's true the american economy is idiot proof the american economy is idiot proof all you have to do is stand back and get out of the way that's that's all you have to do and if if roosevelt would have done that in the 30s we would not have had the Great Depression. I love always, I love saying that. The rest of the world had a depression. America had the Great Depression. Because everybody else, every other country was just like, I don't know, what do you do? And then it just, do 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 people fill the void. Oh, my gosh, I wish I had some bread. Okay, I'll start making bread. I'll sell that. It just happens. It just happens. It's one of the byproducts of surviving. You trade goods for services, and skadouche, you got an economy. But when you start messing with it, and you start, oh, we're gonna do it, you mess it up. Okay, so uh, now, I can, now I can. Well, Biden's
1: m- messing with it, though. He,
0: he is, and that will be that will be the problem. If if he's just if he's got enough people. And if and if the Senate Senate can can just slow him down and just this whole like oh we're gonna do a wealth tax and all this stuff Uh just slow him down slow him down slow him down get some common sense people in there more common sense people um uh, okay so we're we're moving on there's so many there's so many great stories to talk about and here's like I was bragging at the end of the A block. About you're gonna get the heads up on that are things on the horizon. You're gonna want to know about CRISPR. You're gonna want to know about CRISPR.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: CRISPR. You're gonna
1: want to have invested in CRISPR.
0: That's a very, that's a very, very good point. That's a very good mm-hmm. point. I'm, I'm gonna circle that on my little. <laughs> uh, seriously, I am like, ooh, revisit that. Talk to somebody about that.
1: That uh, and 3D printing in healthcare.
0: CRISPR stands for clustered, regularly interspaced, short, palindromic repeats. It's horrible. It's horrible. But here's what it means. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll break it down in, in, like, garage man talk. They can look at a strand of your DNA, and they can isolate certain genes now. This is like, this is if you ever saw the movie Gattaca, this is that. This is that. So they look at a strand of your DNA, and they go, ooh, ooh. Here's the gene that makes you susceptible to blank, whatever it is. They can chemically go in and edit that part out, and then with another agent, they fill in the gaps in you in your DNA. They say is fine. Now the implications of this, of course, are huge. Like like cloning, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. But they, and this is my problem. With a lot of scientists, they don't listen. They keep messing with stuff. And it's it's how we got, in my opinion, the Wuhan. In China, uh, a couple of scientists already went rogue. And they used this CRISPR technology to uh, genetically engineer two girls who will, won't will, won't have AIDS. They just did it on their own. They're like, we're going to take out that part of their DNA that is the receptor for this thing that gives you AIDS, and so they just went for it. And now the scientific community is like, "Oh, how dare you!" And they, if they can go in, and I, and I, if I'm if if it's a movie and I'm a Chinese general, I'm already going, How do you make uh, young men? Uh, more masculine? How do you make them like pain resistant? I'm already talking about building a super soldier. And then, and then in the, in the same time, I'm like, how do you, how can you make, can you change mine? Can you make me, can you make it so I'll never get cancer? Can you make it? So it is, uh, they say they've just scratched the the surface on this one. So. well, yeah,
1: but it's cured some kind of congenital blindness too.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, mm-hmm. there are, we're, Right on the edge of some serious uh, Star Trek stuff. Some serious, well, serious Star Trek stuff.
1: So, you know what a 3D printer is, right?
0: I certainly do. I certainly do.
1: There's actually, I can't remember the name of the company, but they do 3D printing in healthcare. And they have partnered with um, a company that is doing... Like making lungs for lung transplants. Sure. For through sure. a three D printer, like one person has the the or one company has like the forms for it, if you will, and this mm-hmm. company is going to print the tissue. I mean, crazy stuff.
0: Well, this is where it, this is where I'm saying we're like very close to some Star Trek stuff. This is this mm-hmm. is like has elements of science fiction already over it. Remember when. Uh um, oh gosh, who's the 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 crazy conspiracy? Alex Jones. Alex Jones is like, they've got human, they're mixing, they're mixing humans and pigs. They're trying to make and he was right. <laughs> they're like, they have to modify these pigs so they can grow stuff. Like they're growing, you know, human ears on mice. They're they're using uh human DNA in pigs. I guess they give it so that way the pig can grow you a liver. Or a, or a kidney or whatever. It, it's just... It, it's gonna get weird out there. 3D printed meat. Bill Gates talking about all the 3D printed meat. It's it's crazy. So that's what's on the horizon. That's what's on the horizon. Now we gotta talk about the here and now. We gotta talk about... Because th- these, these segments go so fast. I was on uh, the Greg Gutfeld show. Uh, over the weekend, <clears throat> always a good time. Always a good time. One of the topics that we were talking about. Well, we got we got to talk about Cuomo and his apology. But like, here's the one that we just zoomed right by. The uh, the the Chinese are they have a they're doing a mandatory. If you're a foreigner and you're going to visit China, mandatory COVID test. And it's an anal swab. So I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. It was a very short subject. Like, I have so many questions about this. I have so many questions. This is China. I I, I firmly believe this. Just trying to humiliate the rest of the world. Just saying, listen, if you come in here, we're going to shove this stick up your butt. Oh, it's a COVID test. Like Japan has already asked him. Japan has already asked him to stop, which I think is hilarious because uh, Japan is like it's 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 uh, it's mental anguish. It's mental anguish, and I'm like, really, Japan? Like I've seen some of your videos, and I, I, I don't think having a Q-tip up your butt. You guys do some weird stuff. I think of all the things Japan does, a Q-tip in the butt. Might be on on the on the tame side, <laughs> right? So, uh, I this has got to be by design from China, just wanting to humiliate the rest of the world. Uh, they Absolutely, had, they had. Um, oh, who? What's her name? Uh, she's 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 great. Emily Campagno on on was on the show with us, and she she reminded me <laughs> they're going to be hosting the Olympics. It's like yeah literally they are just going to tell they're telling the rest of the globe bend over. Just bend over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bend over and take it. We're China. Why not?
1: They've been doing it for a year
0: and now they're doing it literally.
1: all no, Literally so they sure are.
0: Oh. That's their message to the world. We're China. Bend over. That's uh <laughs> But Biden's going to play nice with them. They're not our enemies. Come on, man. OK, I want you to predict uh, what's going to happen with uh, with Andy Cuomo. Is he does he stay? Does he go? Is he tapping out this week or does he stick around?
1: No, I, no, I think I think he's going to hang on for dear life. Um, hopefully he realizes presidential ambitions are over um, but if they change all the voting laws, even that might not be the case. So I think he's going to hang on for dear life. I'm really offended that the Me Too thing is just coming out so that they don't have to deal with his um, horrible COVID response. Because that would make the rest of him look bad. And we'd be running on real Dr. Fauci saying that he was the, the COVID you know, superstar and everything else. I just it, This is just a convenient thing to let him know he is no longer... On the list of the Democrats' future so that they don't have to acknowledge that he, like, killed thousands of people and hit it.
0: It's, um... It's... It's horrible. And it's just... Oh, you can't really find a really good comedic take on it. It's just shocking to me. And, like, listen, I've I've been in New York. I've been in New York the whole time. And... If you were listening to various news outlets, you knew something was up. You knew something was up. Like, wait a minute, he sent COVID, because everybody said, Oh my gosh, we got to keep the elderly safe. We got to keep the elderly safe. They are the they're the ones that are gonna get zapped the hardest if they're if they're around COVID. You gotta keep them separate. And then Cuomo sending COVID positive patients to to nursing homes already, there was bells and whistles going off like for months and months and okay. months, and then to have like, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to say you know sexual harassment isn't a real thing or a real crime, and you know, oh my gosh, he he asked this girl uh, to eat the whole sausage. He 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 held that one girl's head in his hands like a like a horribly annoying annoying uh, Italian guy does a lot. Like, yeah, he's a he's a jerk. He's he's a single dude. He's single and he's ready to mingle. And he was hitting on chicks left and right. I think you got to get in trouble for the killing of the thousands of people. That's I think you still got to kind of focus on that for all this for all this outrage of like. And then he asked me if I would ever consider having sex with an older man and no, no, no. Yeah, that's uh, sure that is a crime, I guess. But uh the killing the killing of uh of tens of thousands of people and covering it up, I think it's just a little bit worse. I found his apology to be so completely it was odious. It was odious. If I if if I asked the woman a question and she was insulted by that, I apologize if they took that the wrong way. I apologize if I made them uncomfortable. I apologize. It was like watching the stand-in for Marlon Brando in The Godfather tell a horrible story. I'm just like... You're not sorry, and the the, the number of times that you say it doesn't make it more real. And could you please talk faster? If you didn't like it, if you felt uncomfortable, I apologize. Okay, so Cuomo's uh, hopefully Cuomo goes bye-bye. And it's like you and I were talking about last week. It's, uh, Mm uh— We got Kamala Harris coming down the pipeline. I really should. I'd love to put that up at the at the Facebook page. We should really do a. We should do a, a a a Biden tap out pool. Like whoever gets it closest to the hole, like everybody gets to pick a square on on the calendar. Like Biden will tap out by by this date, and it's like five bucks a square, and then whoever gets closest to the actual date, they win the prize. You know, just do a. a a genuine, because that guy, he's 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 not getting any better. It's getting worse and worse. Every time you see him, it's more awkward and uncomfortable. So they got Kamala Harris coming up, and they don't need anybody else on the left looking like a rock star hero. They, they just got to clear the decks for her. And then I'll call it now. I'll call it now on this show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. When Kamala takes over, It's going to be the the bravest thing ever. Kamala Harris. She didn't sign up for this. She loved Joe Biden. And when he suddenly, due to health reasons, had to give up the office of the presidency, this was an unprecedented time in history. Never before has someone, and yeah, there's going to like shower her with accolades, and isn't she the best, and yada, yada, yada. Oh, America, here it comes. Woo, it's going to be bad. It's going to be super bad. She's the you know.
1: worst.
0: She really is. Let's do a little laugh. Let's do a little. <laughs> well, thank you for that question. And race is the problem in America. <laughs> and we need to have a serious conversation about that. Yes, she's the drunk hooker in the Vegas bar at 3 a.m. We need to have a conversation about that. But, you know. We need to have a very serious conversation about that. All right, so we gotta we gotta give you some, some treats here uh, before we we go off to the next to the next segment and and what's on the web with Paul. We would be uh, remiss, I believe, uh, if we did not discuss what's going on in pop culture right now. Some things that are probably on your radar that might not be, and some uh, as well. So they came after Dr. Seuss, and don't think that the Dr. Seuss thing is over, you guys. They, they say now, oh, it's just these books. Oh, it's just these books. And they go, oh, well, if the Seuss estate pick these books. No, no, no. This was outside forces. They've been going after Dr. Seuss for years. And so the Seuss estate and Random House, the publisher, they they went proactive. Oh, look at us. We're so good. We're going to get rid of these six these 6 or 9 however many books it is there is an organized group and i think it's called like learning for progress or learning for justice it might be learning for justice i'm not sure they want all of them gone they want you know the book about the the star bellied sneeches yep that book which is like to me that's like in the in 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 the hall of fame anti-racist book you know, the, the bird people who have the stars and the bird people who don't have the stars, they want that book gone. Because they go, that book, that's not really about racism. They uh, That's about a misunderstanding of who is the real victim of oppression. And that book does not deal with the underlying issues of racism, but pretends to, which makes it inherently – it's the classic thing. If somebody, you know, says, "Do you believe in, you know, in in white privilege?" uh and if you say yes, well then you're racist, and if you say no, then you're racist. It's a great catch 22. The book is racist because it pretends to deal with race but doesn't really deal with the underlying issues of it, it's it's horrible. So they're not done. They're not done. They keep coming. Here and I don't know if you knew about this. Listen to this one, Gimlet. <laughs> uh Here's some of the books. You know Turner Classic Movies? Yeah. Yeah, the the station. Turner Classic Movies. Here's some of the movies that they have deemed troubling and problematic. Psycho. Psycho.
1: Mm.
0: By Alfred Hitchcock. My Fair Lady. Guess who's coming to dinner? Tarzan. And John Wayne's the searchers these are troubling and problematic and we all know that is the first step in in getting rid of something it's like when you're watching a uh, a movie about a bunch of girls and and all of a sudden one of the girls starts coughing halfway through the movie you know that she's the one that's going to get the disease and die yeah. <laughs> when they when they call something troubling and problematic that's that's the girl coughing halfway through uh, steel Magnolias.
1: <laughs> oh my god! And you know
0: that's like every that's like every like girl movie. It's like uh, all of them. The Notebook. Oh, everything's <clears throat> like all of a sudden it's like everything's wonderful, and then all of a sudden she gets a nosebleed, and you're like, "Are you okay, Betty?" And she's like, "I'll be fine." And you're like, "No." You look at your watch. She's not fine. She's going to be dead at the end of the movie, and then all the girls are going to be crying, and I'm going to be like, why didn't we stay home and watch Lord of the Rings? You know what doesn't happen in Lord of the Rings? Some girl doesn't start coughing halfway through, getting the nosebleed. Making me sad. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We're coming back with What's on the Web with Paul. There's a whole Patreon segment. My goodness, time flies.
3: Enjoy.
0: The only thing that could make this better is if we checked in with Paul and found out what's on theloftestparty.com in a segment called What's on the Web, then we'd scooch on over to the Patreon segment after that. Let's do that! Let's find out right now what's on the web. Here we go. We're going to talk about what's on the web. Guess who we're going to talk to, you guys? We're going to talk to my boy, Paul Hare. Paul, what's up, buddy? Great to be here, Michael. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess the question is going to be the same this week as it has been in the previous weeks, what's on the
2: web? Just wonderful, wonderful stuff again this week. Let's start with Texas and open borders. We actually have about three posts at theloftestparty.com that kind of go together. There are two videos. Your Joe Biden's open borders video. Yeah. Your what did Biden say about Texas video. Yeehaw. Then one one I wrote, which is called Texas ends lockdowns, and Biden floods it with COVID positive illegals.
0: It is, I, I, I think the, I, and I'm surprised this isn't getting more like national attention. It's so completely ridiculous for for Biden to go after Texas for for just like, hey, we're not going to do the mask mandate anymore, and and meanwhile, hundreds, if not. thousands, thousands of people every day are just scurrying across the border, not even being checked. I guess some bus line had a bunch of uh, illegals on it the other day. They tested. There was like 108 people, COVID positive, just going Lord knows where. It's completely ridiculous. So that one, that one deserves every single article we did.
2: And if you think about it, after Five years—that means when Trump was running, and then throughout his presidency, presidency of everybody screaming treason, Russian treason, Russian. Here we have the ruling class back, and it's led by Biden. We have the ruling class back openly aligning or aligning with an invasion force, a foreign invasion force, which is what illegal aliens are, Mm -hmm. and everybody acts just acts like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. What do you? What's your problem with it? And so the fact that we don't have anybody in leadership who can stand up and call it what it is, which is treason, just shows you that there's really nothing anybody's going to do about this. And we're just watching our country burn.
0: You know what I keep and this is just me and and I might talk with uh, the Gimlet about this in other segments. But like I'm really leaning more and more towards getting a militia out there. I really am. The the government seems to be incapable of. Of solving this problem. I think you just have to have I don't know. I don't know what the legalities of it are, but I'm I'm like, let's get some people out there, let's do a GoFundMe, let's pay for a militia to protect the border. It's crazy, but I think that's where we are. Okay. I'm gonna get outraged. So we gotta we're gonna we're gonna move
2: on. So Lisa Kay was back and she had a post this week with four films to mess mess with your sense of deja vu. So let's go the go through them one by one real quick. First one she posted about is the forthcoming boss level with Frank. How do you say his last name? Is it a Grillo or is it Grio?
0: I think it I might be uh might be the Grio.
2: Griot and then Mel yeah. is also in it. What do you think of that uh that movie? I don't think they released it. Yes. I think a it's gonna dude? be released on streaming, but whatever. That
0: one's gonna be a boatload of fun. That's you gonna think be so? a boatload of Yeah, yeah. Because it's that Groundhog Day effect. So like when Bill Murray was going, you know, reliving that day, he knew when to catch the the kid. He knew when to push the car. He knew when to time everything out. So you start with a guy, and it's like they did this in that uh, Tom Cruise movie too, uh, The Day After Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat. As you go back and replay these events over, you you get better at the timing. So it's just going to be a I think it's going to be a, a ballet of violence. I think it's going to be super fun and it'll, it'll be great. Cause when you see him, when you see him get his ass kicked by somebody, then he has to go back and train for that and figure it all out. And then it, it, I think that's going to be, I think that movie's going to do well.
2: Speaking of Groundhog Day, that was the next film she had listed. Probably most people are familiar enough with it. That's what are your classic. thoughts on that? Did, did you like Groundhog Day or what? Did you Always.
0: Yeah. From the instant, from the instant I saw it. And I think, I and this is going to be crazy. This is like this could be a whole show right here, just us on time travel movies. But Bill Murray, when he graduated from SNL and in films, he did a movie called uh Razor's Edge based on you know the the classic novel. And he really wanted to be like a serious actor. And it was way too soon. You you just couldn't. You just couldn't do that. You have to make that transition. And I just thought that Groundhog Day was the perfect balance of Bill Murray as that carefree, you know, guy who's on the outside looking in, joking about everything. But then it had such heart at the end. It really I think that was that 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 movie, I think, did way more for Bill Murray's career than he knows. And I guess that was that was the end of his friendship with uh, with um, uh, the director, the the guy from Ghostbusters, which I guess they had a big falling out during that kind of sad.
2: Harold, okay, you're thinking of Harold Ramis, correct? Harold
0: Ramis, yeah.
2: So the next film up, Happy Death Day. Did you see it, and what are your thoughts?
0: Never saw it.
2: Okay. Never saw it. It's we'll just, skip that, one. that
0: That title is a skipperoo right there.
2: I agree. <laughs> I agree. The next one is the one you mentioned earlier about Tom Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow. What do you think about that?
0: That movie, I tell you what, you guys, my, my boy, Tommy Cruise, he. He really hurt his career with the with the Oprah Winfrey jump on the couch, and then the Matt Lauer, psych, you know, psychology doesn't work. Blah blah, that whole thing. But he quietly put together a string of phenomenal movies. I watched uh, Edge of Tomorrow, which was a horrible title. Horrible title. It sounded like a soap opera, so everybody started calling it uh, Live Die Repeat, which is the which is a freaking great title. I watched that on DVD. Dude, I could watch it again tonight. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen that. and then he did another science fiction movie. can't remember the name of it where um I'm not I don't want to blow it. You almost blow it just just with a setup. He's one of the last people on earth uh, and and he and his uh partner who are who are defending this power plant before they leave earth, uh adventure happens. But boy, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen Lived I Repeat, go check that out. Did you ever meet Tom Cruise? No, I did not. No, I did not. I've had uh, friends who've hung out with him and, and all that good stuff, and there's been sightings. But, yeah, I've never met Tommy Cruise. I'd like to meet him. I'd actually like to talk to that dude and see what's going on.
2: All right. We'll move on to the next one, Source Code. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. All right. No problem. But we Let's... got some good good, uh, good background and feedback on, on a few of those films. And like we mentioned earlier, Boss Level, Frank Grillo, yeah, if that's how we say his name, and Mel Gibson are in. You'll recognize other people in that movie as well. On to our next post at theloftestparty.com. How to become a meme by Cranky Gordon, and I don't know if you know the background of that or why he posted it. I mean, obviously yeah. I read it. It's too it, funny. But Gimlet and I were talking
0: about this uh, la- on last week's show, and how this thing has just
2: exploded. It's great. Yep. So people can go check that out. I guess he made an appearance on MSNBC even. <laughs> not him personally not him personally but just a photograph that he took and that that uh of course uh, people who like to get outraged took out of context anyway yeah
0: which is the which is the best thing about it which is the best yes, thing about it it, it. it is
2: and next one this one is tlp the guys guys just having fun it's by someone you know yeah and it's he he's gone by well he's gone by leo loft on the on the website but you know who he is and they streamed Apex Legends Season 8. I've never played it. I guess the seasons are supposed to be like, uh, they just do different versions each year, like Madden. Is that the idea? Is that well, what the yeah. seasons the,
0: the, the terrain changes, the weapons changes. If you guys aren't familiar with Apex Legends, it's, uh, it's like a Fortnite thing. There are 100 people in, in a space. And there's a like a force field and a big giant circle. And every few minutes, the force field gets smaller and shrinks the uh, the area of gameplay. So it's it's pretty much King of the Hill. It's going to come down to one person or one fire team. So uh, the guys, TLP, the guys on YouTube, they're they're really good at this game and then, and they stream it and whenever there's a new season out they stream that because the weapons change there's different hints there's different tips and tricks the terrain changes it's all it's all great and uh I tell you what if if uh if the apocalypse comes the, these are the people I, I I'm glad they're on my side to watch them to watch them do this stuff in a video game I'm glad they'd be on my team
2: so, it's a battle royale format, is what it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next one, Dr. Seuss. We'll get into that a little bit, but first I'll talk about the post I put up about it. Yeah. It's, I called it Dr. Seuss and discovering new authors. The shorter that is, is that people can become outraged at that and say, canceling those six titles, which is what they did. And you can read about that at my post if you're not familiar with what happened. They're not coming back. People, the people that can come, troll culture right now or the progressives and they're going to just tear everything down and people can whine about it. They can p- complain about it. They can try to say, well, that's not really racist. It doesn't matter. Things have changed and nothing's going to go back to the way they were. So use this opportunity to go out and discover new authors. I talked about my news story last week, Thor versus the Valkyries. I'm going to talk yeah. about it again. I talk about my other book, Her True Self. I talk about other authors and I post... Their books, um, photos of the covers of them or images of the covers of them, they're great stuff. You don't need to go to the big publishers. You don't need to go to your old stuff anymore. Independent authors can now produce professional quality work, and we are doing that. That's who you need to go to. That's who people need to start supporting. We're not going to hate our own works, which is what's happening right now. Dr. Seuss's own estate, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, has agreed, and they're withdrawing the publication of those six books. Go to my post at theloftistparty.com, read about it, and start supporting independent and uh, new authors. you have any you know, thoughts on that?
0: I really do. I really do, because last week we had uh, comedians uh, Tracy Skeen and, and Brian McKim. They also have written some books, and I'm like, well, let's get them over here. Let's get them to loftusparty.com. and I really, I really dig this. Uh, it seems to be like a naturally occurring thing this this thing of like independent authors, finding the loftusparty.com, We're gonna give them as much support as we can. And uh, I want to get uh, Brian and Tracy's uh, book, more books, more authors. I listen, I guess it's what you'd call the free market. but if other people are gonna start getting rid of books, not that I want to be like the banned uh, banned book, World headquarters? Maybe we do. I don't know, but I just, I just really dig it, and I'm super happy that we do this at theloftestparty.com I couldn't, I couldn't be happier.
2: And the post I have at the website, it's ranges everywhere from children's book. I mean, little kids. That's the Toot Fairy book by, by Mark Huffman. It ranges all the way up to adult books. You have stuff that leans more towards romance. Romance. You have my stuff, which is kind of adventure. Mike Barron was a guest on the podcast. Yeah. The one time. Lord he a, has man. a series of books out called Bikers, um, so that's on there. Go there, buy the books. It's fun. They're professional quality. You're not going to find cheap stuff. You can get them as eBooks. You can get them as hard copy paperbacks. Some cases you'll even find hard hardback books if that's for you. So go ahead and do that. Now, yeah. We've just zoomed. We've zoomed past ten minutes. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. Some posts you want to bring up. I have to say goodbye.
0: I have to, but before we get out of here, I have to just talk about this for a, a minute. There is a new video game coming out. It is coming out, I believe, in September of this year. It is called Hot Wheels Unleashed. And oh my goodness, I got so excited about this. You you have to watch the trailer because here's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever played with Hot Wheels as a kid and you set up these tracks and these loop-de-loops and these crazy jumps... You always thought, wow, I wonder what it would be like to be in that car. So finally, now Hot Wheels has licensed their name to other games. This is the first actual legit Hot Wheels game. They have a series of tracks. You're in the Hot Wheels car. And it does all the stuff. If your car has the big flame thing, it's going to shoot out the flames. You're going to race against your friends and people all across the globe in your favorite Hot Wheel car on these insane tracks that are like in a kid's bedroom. And you got all the loop-de-loops. You can make your own tracks. You can customize your car. The trailer is so much fun because it's like the way they did uh, the, the focus on it. It. It's just it's fantastic because it they don't look like real cars. They look like Hot Wheels cars, but you're in them like it's out of Toy Story or something. And there's a moment in the trailer where a car goes off the track and it's going in slow motion. And then it hits the ground and it makes the classic noise that tick, tick, tick that a Hot Wheel would make. It's just oh, I, I can't believe how excited I am. It's like it's like someone captured my youth. And they're going to let me play it on a video game. I cannot wait.
2: That's supposed to come out in September. The trailer didn't feature any actual gameplay, so I don't know how oh, far it's, how yeah, far it's, into the development that is.
0: Oh, it's one of those announcement trailers. I, I if they're if it's releasing in September, they got to be pretty far along. They got they just got to be working out glitches and stuff right now. Uh, so that's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That is that that, those were my oh my gosh, and then go check out uh Maya Gabiera. She set a world record for the largest wave surf. I guess, I guess it's a there's a there's a female category in surfing, there's male and female, which makes zero sense, which makes zero sense to me. Uh, if ever a sport should be intramural, you know, just guys and girls go out there and surf, you think that would that would be it. She surfs a monster wave. It happened uh, this year, and you just got, you have to see this. It's its an incredible piece of surfing. So uh, I'm, I got the surf bug big. This is my year. This is my year, Paul. I'm going to be surfing. Okay, we went so long. We went so long, but I love this segment. There's so much great stuff. Go to theloftistparty.com. go grab some books. You know what? You can always give them away as, as gifts, too. You got somebody's got a birthday coming up. You got to, you got to give somebody a gift. Why not give them the gift? of an independent author's work of wonderfulness. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Love it. All right. Talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks. Bye. Now, I know you want to put a bow on this one. You're like, that's a great podcast. That was so much entertainment. I I feel somehow dirty. For getting that for free? Well, guess what, you sexy heathens? Slap that right cheek. Keep that left one in the seat. The Gimlet and I are headed over to Patreon to give you even more. What? Slide on by. And if you don't, think about these choices you made in your life. Okay? Think about that. (laughs) Ha ha! We love you. We'll talk to you soon.